Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 14th day of February. I'm Paul. Thanks for joining me. And the uh, the world celebrates Valentine's Day today. So, you know, happy Valentine's Day to you. I know that's not any in any way a Christian holiday on our calendar, but, you know, any day that celebrates love seems like it's a pretty good acknowledgement, at least, for those who are uh, a product of the love of the Father and the finished work of the cross. And so, uh, happy Valentine's Day to you, however, and with whomever you celebrate that. We are in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9. We are at the Transfiguration, a story that occurs in three of the four Gospels. You can find it here in Luke, chapter 9. We're, we're in technically in verse 31, but the story takes place between verses 28 and 36. If you like to cross-reference, I like to do this from time to time when I think about it in each of these stories to show you where to find it in the other passages because a lot of the the stories that appear in Luke appear also in Matthew and Mark. Transfiguration is one of them. Matthew 17, verses 1 to 9, that'll tell you the transfiguration story from the Matthew perspective. And Mark, which we were in together here on the DDP some time ago, was the ninth chapter verses 2 through 10. Uh, We've been talking about the transfiguration in different ways, and I say different things sort of each day. Uh, We've talked about transfiguration as a hope for us. Let's talk a little bit about what's actually happening here in this this moment. Uh, And I'll do it with verse 31. Well, we need 30 because we're in the middle of a sentence, but 31 is our focus today. Behold, two men talked with him, who were Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his decease, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Christ's decease is a a focus for us today because decease, a word that we don't use a lot, but when we do, it obviously means death, which tells us, and, and it meant the same thing then, but it's got a little bit different sound in the Greek. We'll get to that in a second. If they're talking about Christ's decease, then Moses and Elijah are well aware of the fact that Jesus is about to die. This isn't isn't a moment like a seer trying to look into the future and predict. This is Moses and Elijah on a mission from the realm of the eternal into the realm of the natural, confirming with Jesus this is the time. And we'll get into in the next few days why they need to disappear. Um, That's... That's an important part of this story, but the decease is actually from a Greek word that you know, whether you know you know it or not, you do. The Greek word for decease is the word exodus. It's literally translated a departure. Um, The translators here could have said, who appeared in glory and spoke of his departure. Some translations actually do say that. Uh, They could have said, who appeared in glory and spoke of his exodus. I say they could have said that because we've, exodus has now become such a common word for us. The book of exodus is just the Greek title of the Old Testament book, the departure, not the death, but the departure. But the word holds the same meaning. When we die, we depart. We exodus. And so the exodus of Israel is their death to slavery. They're coming out of who they used to be to cross the Red Sea into who they can be 
to cross the Jordan into the land of promise. There's these baptisms in the sea and the crossings over. This is part of the exodus. And when the transfiguration mentions it, it's referring to the death Jesus is about to die. And his death is intimately connected to this moment because of this conversation, because transfiguration speaks of his decease, we connect the transfiguration with the cross. John tells us in John 12 that Christ receives glory in his death, and the Mount of Transfiguration is showing us Christ in his glory. And so there's a connection between the Jesus standing at the top of Transfiguration and the Jesus who dies on the cross. Now, in the Orthodox Church, they have a a feast day for this. It happens in August called the Feast of Transfiguration, and they put it 40 days in front of the Feast of the Holy Cross in September, and they do that to connect the imagery of the transfigured Christ with the crucified Christ, or to to put it better, they do it to connect the image of God's glory found in Christ through the glory found in the cross. Remember, Jesus in John 17 asks his Father, to restore to him the glory they had before the world began. And so the cross then becomes the restoration of that glory. By using the word exodus, which remember, Luke is using that word. He's writing it in Greek. And by using that word, he's putting Christ's cross into the story of the Old Testament Passover. Because Luke is familiar with the Exodus, and by calling Jesus' death an Exodus, he's not simply saying um, it's kind of like that. He's placing it as the fulfillment, or let me say it this way, he's putting Christ's Exodus as the true Exodus, whereas Israel goes from natural enslavement, slavery, into liberty with all of its challenges. Liberty's not easy. Notice they don't just cruise. Then he's showing us that the cross is a true exodus from the enslavement of what we were, the old Adam, uh, religion, performance, sin, addiction, death, into who we can be and who we can be is not unfraught with problems. There are issues. There are things. But it's still an exodus. So this is a revelation. This is the divine power of God at transfiguration, confirming that the death of Christ is not put upon him by outside sources because Moses and Elijah know it's coming. Um, It's a voluntary death, a voluntary offering. In Matthew 26, the arresting soldiers couldn't even withstand the glory uh, that Christ had if he had not consented to the death. He says, my life is mine to give. You can't take it from me. There's a hymn in the church, an ancient hymn in the church that says, your disciples beheld your glory as far as they could bear it so that when they saw you crucified, they would understand that your suffering was voluntary. And that's what this verse tells us. A little more on this transfiguration as a story and why it's important, and then some more details as we go. Lots to say. See you tomorrow. God bless.